World Wide Web has long been host to copied and pasted stories of an apocryphal nature. These stories came to be known as Copyvasta, and then the creepy variant emerged. Welcome to Creepy Podsta, the Creepy Pasta Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the very final and last episode. This is, was, and shall continue to be until the end of this episode only. Creepy Pasta <laughs> Podcast. I'm your host. You know me from the intro, but I might as well introduce myself one last time. Actually, I think I listened back to the intro, and I don't say my name in it. Uh, I'm Jeff Kowalski. I host the, sh- the program, and I've had on... Many, many guests over the years, um, and I'm bringing back two of my favorites, and I don't know or care if they're your favorites to cover. Uh, one, uh, I, I guess you could say it's, in, in some ways, the quintessential creepypasta. Uh, it's, it's the one major gap in, in the show's catalogs so far. Not so far total. This is the end of it. Uh, and we're, we're going to cover it today. We're going to read it to you in its entirety. Uh, and with me to read it are past guests returning to the show one final time. Please welcome Phil Corso. Hello. Hi. And Judd Matterack. <laughs> oh, Judd's inconsolable. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. I'm Jed, here. Hello. Are you crying or are you laughing? No, I think I'm that is laughing. <laughs> Impossible to know. <laughs> Because I'm laughing, it kind of sounds the same. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Sonic EXE is one that I haven't covered because it's really stupid and bad, but part of it is nobody knows if the guy who made it uh, was trolling or not. (laughs) That person's name is JC the Hyena, so in all likelihood an actual furry and Sonic fan. Um... I, if I had to guess, I would say this person wrote it seriously, and everyone was like, hey, that's stupid and bad. Uh, and so they were, like, much like Tommy Wiseau with The Room was like, well, as long as I'm famous, it doesn't matter <laughs> if people like it, ironically or not. Um, how, how do you guys feel about, about this <laughs> story? I think I probably say this every time I come on. I, I think this was written by a child. <laughs> probably. Most of them were. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think it, I think it was written by by someone, if not a child uh, or a young person, someone um, practicing or wanting to to write things and trying to get better. <laughs> I I the, there's two clues in it that make me think maybe it is trolling, and one uh, those two clues are things that we consistently bring up as uh, creepypasta memes. Uh, one being hyperrealistic blood, and the other being a character calling themselves God or a God. Uh, so those two go in the column of like. Yeah, this person's trolling, but the rest of the story seems presented pretty straightforward. Jeff, what do you think? Jeff, can you elaborate? You mentioned right before we started that it was uh, removed from the creepypasta oh, right. wiki. Is there a creepy reason behind that? 
no, it just got really popular, and then the moderators were like, this story sucks, we're moving it to our uh, wiki for bad creepypastas. Oh. Oh, I was yeah. expecting something like, you know, someone did <laughs> someone did some kind of copycat crime. Yeah, like, no, it got moved to the Trollpasta wiki. Um, oh. com. Guess what, I found your new... Uh, goodbye, episode 200 of Creepy Pasta. We knew you well. Uh, it's time for Troll Pasta, starring Jeff Kowalski. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't want to. I don't want to. And then you can uh, have, uh, you can like play clips from either show, and someone will have to play a game to guess which one it's from. Is it yeah. intended to be real or just uh, a troll? I'll make my very own, uh, Lol Pasta, Troll Pasta. Uh, which is 500 episodes of a podcast about these bad creepypastas. The Trollpasta Wiki was actually shut down, and lolpasta.fandom.com just uh, holds an archive of the pages that were pulled from the Wayback Machine. Hmm. <sighs> okay, cool, I guess. <laughs> uh, oh, you know what? The other, uh, I guess, major gap here that we've never covered was... Um, who was phone, but that's five sentences long, so... Uh, <laughs> oh we've my talked, god. We've talked about it enough on the show. Um, so let's... We're gonna read in its entirety Sonic.exe, because it's short enough to do that, and discuss it either afterwards or along the way. Uh, I'm gonna close these other tabs I was opening to try and figure out the origin of the phrase hyper-realistic blood... Uh, that's, that's for someone with a, with, uh, more time on their hands, I think. <laughs> so, uh, I also found that for after this, uh, JC the Hyena's Truth About Sonic.exe, which also makes me think that this person wasn't trolling because they have, like, an elaborate backstory for the evil character from it. So... Oh, Take that wow. as you will. Uh, you mean it's oh, it's like a that's like another creepy pasta? Uh, no, it's just like an explanation for the lore that went into the story that doesn't come across in the story itself. Phil, it's part of the Sonic.exe Silmarillion. Yeah, this is in the Silmarillion. It's his show bible that he wrote before right. writing the story itself. Uh, it's a post on furaffinity.net. Okay, I see. Um, really couldn't afford the .com there, folks? Come on. <laughs> uh, I guess it, maybe it's not a commercial website, so it doesn't get the .com. All right, here we go. Uh, it opens with a screenshot. The whole thing started out as this screenshot. It's a screenshot of the Sonic the Hedgehog title <laughs> screen. Sonic's eyes are uh, black with red pupils, and they're bleeding. And uh, the water in the background is red, uh, and the Sega copyright date, instead of 1991, is 666. 666. Did anyone else get chills? But the water... Yeah, oh boy. I'm I'm really thinking about sitting in front of a computer screen and looking at this image and being really (laughs) scared. Yeah, the blood. I've, the blood in the background is hyper realistic. That's important. Yeah, don't. Put, I was. Yeah. I was yeah. just gonna say, red like blood, except it looked hyper realistic. Okay, so here we go. Okay. Uh, we'll just trade off paragraphs. I'll go, then Phil go, then Judd go, then I go again. We'll all get to go. Yeah, uh, we'll we'll trade off each paragraph in that order. I'm a total Sonic the Hedgehog fan, much like everyone else. 
I like the newer games, but I don't mind playing the classics. I don't think I've ever played glitchy or hacked games before, though I don't think I want to play any after the experience I had. Do we have different paragraph breaks? <laughs> I forgot the that, order. <laughs> Was it Jen and me or me and then Jen? It's me, okay. <laughs> Pretty good. It started on a nice summer afternoon, a nice summer afternoon. I was playing Sonic Unleashed. I like I liked how you get to explore the towns in it. I really like that this person <laughs> immediately feels the need to defend why they're playing a bad Sonic game. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's trying to like well, we'll get into it later. Uh, until I noticed, out of my peripheral vision, that the mailman had arrived and put something in my mailbox as usual and left. I paused my game to see what I got in the mail. The only thing in the mailbox was a CD case for computers and a note. (laughs) I took it inside. I looked at the note first and realized it was from my dear friend Kyle. (laughs) Let's just call him that. Uh, Who I hadn't heard from in two weeks. I know that because I recognized his handwriting, though what was weird is how it looked. It looked badly written and scratchy and somewhat difficult to read, as if Kyle was having a hard time writing it down and did it in a hurry. I'll just go through the whole letter as my paragraph. This is what he wrote. Tom, I can't take it anymore. I had to get rid of this thing somehow before it was too late. I was hoping you'd do it for me. I can't do it. He's after me. If you don't destroy this CD, he'll come after you too. He's too fast for me. Please, Tom. <laughs> destroy this godforsaken disc before he comes after you too. It's too late for me. Destroy the disc and destroy him. But do it quick, otherwise he'll catch you. Don't even play the game. It's what he wants. Just destroy it. Please. It's Kyle. it's too late for me. <laughs> so how many times? He's too fast for me. It's too late for me. He's after me. Before it was too late. Like, God. He's right. so stressed writing this Moving on, moving on. Three paragraphs. We'll get into it. We'll get into yeah. it. Moving on. Well, that was certainly weird. Even though Kyle is my best friend, and I haven't seen him in two weeks, I didn't do what he asked me. I didn't think that a simple gaming disc would do anything bad to him. After all, it's just a game, right? Boy, was I wrong about that. Anyway, I looked at the disc, and it looks like any ordinary computer CDR disc. (laughs) Except it had black marker on it, written Sonic EXE. And it was much unlike Kyle's handwriting, meaning that he must have gotten it from someone else, like a pawn shop or eBay. When I saw Sonic on the writing of the CD, I was actually excited and wanted to play it, since I'm a big Sonic fan. Uh, an alien wrote this. I, w- I went up to my room and turned on my computer and put the disc in and installed the game. All one sentence, okay. When the title screen popped up, I noticed that it was the first Sonic game. I was like, awesome, because like I said uh, earlier, I liked the classics. The first thing I noticed that was out of place was when I pressed start, there was a split second when I saw the title image turn into something much different, something that I now consider horrifying, (laughs) before cutting to black. I remember what the image looked like in that split second before the game cut to black. The sky had darkened, the title emblem was rusted and ruined. The Sega 1991 was now instead Sega 666, and the water had turned red like blood, except it looked hyper-realistic. 
I saw the screenshot, folks, and know it. <laughs> but the freakiest thing was that in the split second frame was Sonic. Uh, in that split second frame was Sonic. His eyes were pitch black and bleeding with two glowing red dots staring right at me. And his smile had stretched wider up to the edge of his face. I was rather disturbed about the image when I saw it, though I figured that it was just a glitch and I forgot about it. After it cut to black, it stayed like that for about 10 seconds or so. And then another weird thing happened. The save file select from Sonic the Hedgehog 3 popped up. And I was like, WTF, what's this doing in the first Sonic game? Anyway, then I noticed something off. The background was the cloudy sky, dark cloudy sky of the bad Stardust Speedway level from Sonic CD. And there were only three save files. The music was that creepy Caverns of Winter music from Earthbound, only it was extended and seemed to have been in reverse. This kid is just, like, taking things he likes from the games that he likes, <laughs> putting them into yeah. one I drink every time he mentions thing. a different video game. And the image for the save file where you see a preview of the level you're on is just red static for all three files. What freaked me out more was the character select. It, only, it showed only Tails, Knuckles, and, to my surprise, Dr. Robotnik. Now I was sure that something was up. I mean, how can you play as Robotnik in a classic Sonic game for crying out loud? That's when I realized that this wasn't a glitchy game. It was a hacked game. Yeah, it definitely looked hacked. It was really creepy, but as a smart gamer, I wasn't scared. <laughs> or at least... I tried not to be. I told myself that it was just a hacked game, and there was nothing wrong with that. Anyways, shaking off the creeped out feeling, I picked file one and chose Tails. And when I selected and got started, uh, the game okay. froze for <laughs> the game froze for about five seconds, and I heard a creepy pixelated laugh that sounded an awful lot like that. Kefka guy from Final <laughs> Fantasy before cutting to black. The screen stayed black for about 10 seconds or more. Then it showed the typical level title thing, except the simplistic shapes were different shades of red, and the text showed only Hill, comma, Act 1. The screen faded in, and the level title vanished, revealing Tails in the Green Hill Zone from Sonic 1. The music was different, though. It sounded like a peaceful melody in reverse. Anyway, I started playing, and had Tails start running like you would in any of the classic Sonic games. What was odd... What, why is there a comma there? What was odd was that as Tails was running along the level, there was nothing but flat ground and a few trees for five minutes. He didn't question it for a whole it's, five well, minutes. It's spooky because the level is called Hill, but there's no hill in it. <laughs> that, was, that was when the peaceful music started to lower down into slow, deep tones very slowly as I kept going. Uh, just know, every time we stumble over uh, transitions between sentences, it's because they're separated by commas. This thing is all commas. <laughs> uh, I suddenly saw something, and I stopped to see what it was. There's a semicolon here. That's pretty good. It was one of the small animals lying dead on the ground bleeding. That was when the music started to slow down. Tails had a shocked and sad look on his face that I never saw him have before, so I had him move along and he kept that worried look on his face. <laughs> as he kept moving, I saw more dead animals as Tails moved past them looking more and more worried as the music lowers and he moves past more dead animals. <laughs> okay, that was all one sentence. Pretty good. 
pretty good. Oh, no, we're not even done with this sentence yet, because a comma is next. I was shocked to see how they all died. They looked like somebody killed them in rather gruesome ways. A squirrel was hanged on a tree with what appeared to be his entrails hanging out. A bunny had all four of his limbs torn off, and a duck had his eyes gouged out and his throat slit. I felt sick to my stomach when I saw this massacre, but apparently so did Tails. After a few more seconds, there were no more animals, and the music seemed to have stopped, so I still kept Tails to continue. No explanation for how what Tails is doing that indicates that he feels sick. He's, uh, <laughs> yeah. he's running. He's, he's running away from the horrors that he's seeing. <laughs> and there's a tear rolling down his eyes for his dead homies, but you can't see that. But he still kept to continue. Um, <laughs> after, after a minute passed, after the music stopped, Tails was running up a hill, and then he stopped. It wasn't until I saw why. <laughs> Sonic was there on the other side of the screen with his back against Tails with his eyes closed. Tails looked happy to see Sonic, but then his smile faltered, obviously noticing that Sonic wasn't responding to him if not acting as if he was totally oblivious of Tails' presence. Tails walked slowly toward Sonic, and I noticed that I wasn't even moving my keyboard to make him move, so this had to have been a cutscene. Suddenly, I began to have a growing feel of dread. As Tails walked closer to Sonic to get his attention, I felt that Tails was in danger and something bad was going to happen. I heard faint static growing louder as Tails was but inches away from Sonic and stopped and stuck his hand out to touch him. That foreboding feeling in my gut was growing stronger, and I felt the urge to tell Tails to get away from Sonic as the static grew louder. Suddenly, in a split second, I saw Sonic's eyes open, and they were black with those red glowing dots just like that title image, though there wasn't a smile. When that happened, the screen turned black, and the static sound was off. It stayed black for about seven seconds, and then white text appeared, forming a message saying, Hello. Do you want to play with me? At this point, I was creeped out. I didn't want to continue with the game, but my curiosity got the better of me when I was taken to a different level, with the level title now saying, Hide and Seek. This time, I was in the Angel Island level from Sonic 3, and it looked like everything was on fire. That's that's a normal part (laughs) of that level. It is. Yes. Tails looked as though he was scared out of his wits this time. He actually looked at me and made frantic gestures to me as if he wanted to get out of the area he was in as fast as possible. I was starting to get freaked out by this. I mean, Tails was actually breaking the fourth wall, trying to tell me to get him out of there. Your dead friends? Pretty scary. Everything on fire? The scariest thing I've ever seen. No, (laughs) death doesn't, doesn't bother me, right? Okay. So I pressed down on the arrow keys as hard as I could to make him run as fast as he could. A pixelated version of that creepy theme when you meet the shadow at the, when you meet Shadow at the Ark as Robotnik from SA2 <laughs> was playing as I made Tails trek through the desolate forest trying to help him escape from whatever was trying to run he was trying to run from. Pixelated music, love it. Uh, <laughs> I get what he's getting at, but come on. <laughs> Suddenly I heard that creepy laugh again, that awful Kefka laugh. This dude is so scared of Kefka. Right after ten seconds have passed as I helped Tails run through the forest, and then I started seeing flashes of Sonic popping everywhere on the screen again with those black and red eyes. 
The music changed to that suspenseful drowning jingle as I see Sonic behind Tails, slowly gaining up on him, flying. Sonic wasn't running, he was actually flying. The flying pose his sprite was making looked very similar to Metal Sonic's flying pose in Sonic CD, except it was just Sonic, and he had the black and red eyes again. Only... This time, he had the most deranged-looking grin on his face. He looked as though he was enjoying the torment he was giving the poor little fox as he gained up on him. Suddenly, when Tails tripped, another cutscene, the music stopped and Sonic vanished. Tails laid there and started crying for 15 seconds. (laughs) The scene was rather upsetting to watch, and I kind of cheered up myself. But then Sonic appeared right in front of Tails, and Tails looked up in horror. Blood started to come down those blackened eyes of Sonic's as a grin slowly grew from his face. As he looked down at the horrified fox, I could do nothing but watch. Just in a split second, Sonic lunged at Tails right before the screen went black. There was a loud screeching noise that only lasted five seconds. The text returned only this time it said, You're too slow. Want to try again? And then that god-awful laugh came to it. I was so shocked by what had happened. Did Sonic murder Tails? No, he couldn't have. He and Tails are supposed to be best friends, right? Why did Sonic do that to him? I shook off the shock. Wait, I shook the shock off. Gosh. I shook the shock off as I was brought back to the character select. (laughs) By the shook shock. Um, I shook the shock off as I was brought back to the character select. The save file that had Tails was different. Tails was no longer in the box itself, but in the TV screen itself, which was flickering with that red static. Tails' expression scared me. His eyes were black and bleeding. His orange fur had gone black, and he had an expression of anguish on his face. Trying to ignore it, I picked Knuckles next. Wait a minute. The TV screen? I thought he was playing this on a keyboard. No, he means, Judd, you clearly don't know enough about the Sonic 3 level select screen to keep up with this person's references to the exact graphics. Oh, no. What am I? Oh, no. We have a fake gamer in our midst, Jeff. What are we going to do? Get him out. Take my my Sonic card, guys. I don't don't deserve (laughs) it anymore. Made of straw. Hand over every Sonic cartridge you ever had. Oh, man. Put them in the fire, and Mario's gonna stomp on them. <laughs> put you in, uh, put you in gamer jail, which is the jail from Monopoly. Yeah, <laughs> the, uh, that's, that's the, the most classic game jail. I know. <laughs> You're gonna get locked up in the jail from the beginning of every Elder Scrolls game. I was, I was gonna say there's a, there's a few probably more famous game jails than uh, <laughs> board game jail. <laughs> You're I gonna like be the in idea. the Roblox jailbreak level we're gonna put you in there i like the idea that all games are lumped in together so like monopoly man is in the same uh he's on the same level as mario and sonic (laughs) oh for sure (laughs) like they they're all together in the like wreck it ralph for gamers that i've well i guess wreck it ralph was for gamers (laughs) whoops 
I this is a, like a side a side story. I my my friend gave me a copy of Kingdom Come Deliverance, which is like playing Skyrim, except it's there's no fantasy and it's like hyper realistic. So I was oh playing. yeah, this is this is the one that uh, all the weird chuds on Twitter really like because it's supposed to be so real. Yeah, it's it's hard. It's horrible. I mean, I can't get into it because it's too real. Like, I, I, so I, I got control of the character. I ran to town, and there was this guy who had a real bad looking haircut. So I did what you do in like an Elder Scrolls game, and you just punch the you know you punch him, and then like, <laughs> and then you punch someone whose face you don't like, and then and then he goes, "Oh, what was that sound?" And you run away, <laughs> and he forgets about you. And then and then like the the guards came over, and so him and he and the guards like all started beating up on me, and then I got put in jail, and I just had to watch this long cutscene where I'm just you know it was like a montage of me sitting around in different parts of the jail cell. And then uh, eventually, uh, smoke starts coming underneath the door, and then I died uh, because it got the whole place got lit on fire. I didn't even have a chance to play again. Like it was just the cutscene, and then I died. Uh, and apparently, because of how the events play out, and like the this, these people like raid your town and light it on fire, uh, that's what's supposed to transpire. So if you're inside the jail cell when that's supposed to happen, you automatically die, and the game doesn't progress. Like, uh, without you. you just get a game over screen, you get kicked back to your house. Uh, it says you died in jail, and then you get an achievement for somehow dying in jail before the game actually gets. So, uh, that's really weird. Yeah, that was that was like too real. I was like, come on, you can't even let me like get thrown in jail and then like come back out. Yeah, then you walk out and they took all of your guns. Yeah. Every time it says wasted, you wake up at the hospital. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Where were we in this bad story? Yeah, yeah. We ignored uh, Tails was all of a sudden trapped in the... In the TV screen of the level select, and yeah. all his fur is black and gross, and he's sad, and he ignores it, and Knuckles is next. Uh, the laugh came again, and the screen cut to black again, and stayed there for another ten seconds. This time, the level said, you can't run. I was really freaked out by now. I couldn't really tell if this was a glitch, or a hack, or some kind of sick twisted joke, or anything really. But despite my fear of what happened next, I kept playing. So this person in 2013, who's a huge Sonic fan, has never heard of Sonic fan games. <laughs> yeah. Somehow. <laughs> and it's just like, what's this weird Sonic game? I'm only used to the real Sonic games. <laughs> Me, a Sonic fan who's such a Sonic fan that my online name is JC the Hyena. <laughs> yeah. I guess the character's name is like Tom or something. The next level looked much the next oh gosh. The next level looked much different. It had the ground of the scrap brain zone, but the sky background looked like the main menu. It had the dark reddish cloudy sky, but it was the music that creeped me out the most. It sounded like Gigas's I'd never played this game. I don't Gigas how do you even say it? Gigas? Gigas theme right after you beat Pokey in Earthbound. I also noticed that Knuckles looked afraid, just like Tails did. Though not as much, more rather he looked a little unnerved. He broke the fourth wall just like Tails, and looked le- and looked as if he wasn't sure about going on. But I made him move anyway. He ran down the straight pathway in this dark level, and as he did, the screen started to flicker red static a couple of times, and then that maddening laugh came in. Then, after a few seconds of running, I noticed several bloodstains on the metallic ground. I felt a growing sense of fear again, thinking something horrible was going to happen to Knuckles. 
He looked nauseated walking down this blood-stained road, but I still kept him going. Suddenly, as Knuckles ran, Sonic appeared right in front of him with those black and red eyes, and then red static appeared again, when the static vanished, showing nothing but black screen with text saying, Found you! It's got like that that Spongebob case to it. (laughs) Those capital and lowercase letters. Yeah. I was now scared. Sonic found Knuckles already? What was going on? Anyway, Red Static now scared. Guys, why do every single sentence that I have to read has the Red Static thing on it? That's that's like the last four times I read it. Anyway, Red Static came again. Uh, Anyway, (laughs) Red Static came again, and then I was back to the level. Knuckles looked like he was panicking, and Sonic was nowhere to be found. And this time, that high-pitched squealing from the Silent Hill 1's final boss was playing. Was this some kind of boss battle with Sonic? I hoped to God it wasn't, honestly. Suddenly, Sonic appeared right behind Knuckles in what appeared to be pixelated black smoke. I made Knuckles turn and then punch Sonic, but Sonic vanished in black pixelated smoke before I could even land a hit. That terrible laugh went off again. Then Sonic appeared behind Knuckles again, and then I made him punch again, and Sonic vanished again, laughing. Knuckles was panicking even more, and even I felt like I was going crazy. Sonic was practically playing with us. He was playing a sick, twisted little mind game with me and Knuckles. (laughs) Now, Knuckles can't... There's no punch button for Knuckles in Sonic 3, right? No. Uh, well, Knuckles can, like, explode certain things in the game just by walking into them. The implication is that his knuckles are in front of him. Yeah, uh, it just seems weird, because he says that he uh, made Knuckles turn and then punch Sonic. So did he just walk into him thinking that would work? Or I don't know, uh, Did he discover a punch button in this computer version of the game that he's, we, probably that he's not telling like, us about? He's thinking of, like, Sonic Adventure or something when you punch stuff. Because he's probably. a fan of the modern Sonic games, and he thinks the classics are all right. Maybe I'm giving him too much credit by thinking that he, like, turned around and did, like, the flying thing, like, like, like jumped and then flied, yeah. like, so that his fists are going forward. That's, I was just thinking what I would do if I wanted to turn around and attack somebody as Knuckles in the game. I'm pretty sure Knuckles... I'm giving can, him too much credit. Like, runs straight and he can break through a brick wall with his... Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but, like, if there's an enemy there, you get hurt, right? Like, he yeah, I, I think so, out. yeah. Sure. Okay, just checking. I don't think uh, you can just press forward and kill enemies <laughs> with knuckles, unless I've been missing out on uh, the pro strats. For I'm just, I'm just trying to figure out with, within the Sonic canon, like yes, strong enough to destroy uh, stone walls, <laughs> right. uh, aluminum robots. Too difficult. It hurts my, my <laughs> soft, my soft knuckles. They dodge the knuckles and get him right in the belly. Yeah, that's what they do. They, <laughs> they parry his knuckles. They're very good at parrying those robots. All right. So anyway, Red Static. No, I'm kidding. Uh, another cutscene played <laughs> as as knuckled. <laughs> as Sorry. knuckled. Wait. <laughs> Hold on, I wasn't ready. <laughs> okay. <laughs> another cutscene played as knuckled fell to his knees and clutched his head, sobbing. I felt his agony. Sonic was actually driving us both crazy. And then, in a split second, Sonic lunged at Knuckles, and the screen went black, and another distorted screeching noise that lasted for at least three seconds. 
Oh, another sorry. text with, message. With another, with another just sort of screeching noise. My bad. Another text message appeared. So many souls to play with. So little time. Would you agree? What the hell? Just what is going on? I started to think Sonic was actually trying to talk to me through the game, but I was too scared to think that. So were you starting to think it or no? <laughs> uh, I was brought back to the main menu, and this time the second file box had Knuckles in the TV screen. His red fur had darkened to a reddish gray, his dreadlocks were dripping with blood, and his eyes were black and bleeding too, and he had a look of sadness on his face. Dreadlocks? Is that what we're going with? Is that how you would describe Knuckles' spikes? I guess so. Uh, certainly that other Echidna from Sonic Adventure 2, or whatever. Stick? Is that? Is she from Sonic Adventure 2? I don't know. She <laughs> seems, she, she seems like she's supposed <laughs> to have dreadlocks. Wait, who is the character? Girl Echidna. From or do you mean Tikal? Tikal, like uh, the ancient ghost I've one? My, my Tikal is on one of one. them. There's another one. His name is Stick. Stick. Are you sure? Stick Sorry, the Stick the Badger. I was confusing oh, uh, Tikal oh. with Stick the Badger. Um, All right. Stick the Badger is for Sonic Boom. Oh, maybe Sticks Sticks the Badger. Sticks. Sh- yeah, that's she nice. Boomerang, I guess. Stick. <laughs> hey, Daredevil's boss is named Stick. You never know. True. Um, uh, yeah, I was thinking of Tikal and conflated her with Sticks the Badger, who's the same kind of, like, oh, isn't it weird how there's a native peoples to this land? Um, right, yeah. Thing. Um, anyway, I would I would not say that Knuckles has dreadlocks, but I guess that's fine. <laughs> um, back to the story. Close all these tabs. Uh, <laughs> his eyes were black and bleeding, too, and he had a look of sadness on his face. I began to think that those are the actual characters trapped at those TV screens on the save files, but I couldn't believe it. I didn't want to believe it. What does it mean? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> I was. It's like I was too scared to think it. It's just like, what do you mean the actual characters? Oh, yeah, the characters. What does uh, that mean? Those are the actual characters. The it's you know the, the real, real guy. The real guys, the platonic ideals of, uh, uh, of Tails and Knuckles. Sonic the actual hedgehog trapped in this TV <laughs> screen in this video game. I would um, immediately, you know? like, put it on eBay. I have Sonic trapped in my... The real Sonic trapped in my TV. How do you know? Who wants I to buy it? it. <laughs> okay. So I shut off the game and took a break. I took a nap. Wish I hadn't. Because then I began to have the most disturbing nightmare. I was in pitch black darkness, though I was under the light given off by a lamp that hung high above my head. I could hear the cries of knuckles and tails nearby. They were saying stuff like, Help us! And, Why did you give us to him? And, Right away before he gets you to... Flawless knuckles. (laughs) Thank you. Their cries died out as I then heard Sonic laugh. His laugh, it sounded a lot like the distorted Kefka Jesus laugh. Christ, this kid was so scared by Kefka in Final hey Fantasy Hey guys, I, I bet you can't guess what games I played this summer. It's definitely not Earthbound Final <laughs> Fantasy VI. Uh, you're a lot of fun to play with, kid. Just like your friend Kyle, though he didn't last long. I was scared and looking around for the source of the voice. 
Won't be long now until you join him and all my other friends. I saw him walking toward me, flickering in and out in several directions. You can't run, kid. You're in my world now. <laughs> Just like the others. Uh, thank you, Mrs. Bighead. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Cool. All of our good Sonic impersonations. <laughs> <laughs> When he grabbed me and I saw his bleeding black and red-eyed grinning face, I woke up with a fright. After a couple of hours, I decided to continue playing the game. I don't know why, but I had but I had to know. I had to figure out why this was happening. So I turned on the computer, turned on the game, and selected Robotnik next. So what creepypastas have stumbled upon is something that uh, literary critics have often praised H.P. Uh, Lovecraft for which is the obsession with knowing the unknowable and finding yeah. out the truth of the world. Except really, what we've revealed here is it's just lady, lazy writing for not knowing why your characters would be motivated to do <laughs> the things that you need them to do for the world. <laughs> yeah. um, I still thought that was wacky, playing as Robotnik. But anyway, the level title appeared again, and this time it said dot 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 which I found really freaky. <laughs> this time I was in some kind of hallway. Didn't really look like it was from any of the classic Sonic games, though it has the pixelated style. The floor was shiny and checkered. The walls were a dark grayish purple with animated candle lights and a few dark bloodstains here and there. And there was a dark red curtain hanging above the top part of the screen. Okay, so aside from the bloodstains, that looks exactly like something from a classic Sonic game. Shiny checkered floor, grayish purple walls, and curtains at the top of the screen? What are you talking about? Wait, <laughs> what level is that? I, it's just like every level has purple walls and checkered floors. I guess the curtain is, like, different. Yeah. You know what? It's the Sonic... It's the Mario 3 title. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Like, the, the stage... Yeah, I guess I that's was thinking, what I don't know. I was I, as soon as I was listening to this, I was just thinking like it's a Castlevania game. Maybe. Yeah, Except it sounds almost like floor. a mashup of like Castlevania with the Mario three things that you're talking about, like the checkered yeah. floor and the curtain hanging at the top. Like, pick a different game's title screen that looks less like a Sonic game. Maybe if you're going to be like, oh, I could tell right away it wasn't from a Sonic game. <laughs> Uh, every 12 seconds or so, that red curtain sways very slowly, but whenever you're playing the game, you can barely see it move. The music was oddly pleasant, a piano playing a rather sad yet peaceful song, but I knew better. This song, this was the song that played in Hill Act 1, only it wasn't in reverse. Uh, the song from Hill Act 1 was an Earthbound song, right? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Robotnik didn't look entirely nervous like Tails and Knuckles did, but he did have a suspicious look on his face, as if he was just a bit paranoid. He did a little animation when I just left him standing. He turns his head to the left and then to the right at least twice and then shrugs at me, as if he has no idea where he was or what was going on. Even though I was scared out of my... Sorry, let's try that again. Even though I was scared out of my mind about okay, what was yes. going to happen, I had Robotnik way. continue onward. He did his usual running animation, you know, when you've beaten him at the end of a classic Sonic game and you chase him. So we continued going through the hallway. Then I stop at a long flight of stairs leading downward. Now I was nervous. <laughs> Even Robotnik seemed unsure of himself, though I pressed onward. As I led Robotnik down the stairs, I noticed that the walls have gotten darker and more reddish. 
The red torches are now an eerie blue. Then we landed onto another hallway. This this one was longer than the last one, or at least it felt like it. And then we headed down another flight of stairs down. Wait, then we headed down another flight of stairs down. This one was much longer. Took at least one full minute. And then I heard that horrid Kefka laugh again. And then the music slowly faded until it was quiet. As it did, the walls turned to more dark red and the torches were a black flame now. When Robotnik landed onto the third hallway, I noticed he now looked really creeped out. Though he tried to hide it, I couldn't blame him. I was scared, too. God, so much detail in these these pixelated graphics. That yeah. He looks scared but trying to hide it, okay? His face is, like, maybe, like, max, like, ten pixels wide. I don't yeah. think that he could <laughs> look super <laughs> creeped out a true from artistic that distance. Uh, suddenly, Sonic popped right in front of Robotnik the same way he did Knuckles, and then Red Static. The red static lasted for about 15 seconds, and then it showed me the most unpleasant image. No, you have the to read that. It's like Mario. And then he showed me a most un... Oh, no, wait. I thought it was fucked up grammar. No. <laughs> I was about... No, sorry. Sorry, JC. I was about to dunk on you there. But no, you got me. You got yeah, me, got man. Got him. Got him. I slipped, on him. I slipped on a banana peel. And fell on my sneaky, sneaky like hyenas are. Uh, the image showed a hyper realistic of Sonic standing in the darkness, where you can only see his face while his head and torso faded into black. And when I say hyper realistic, I mean like he looked so real you could actually see the lines in his blue fur, as if you could actually feel the fur if you touched the screen. So the movie version. <laughs> oh God! Uh, yeah. <laughs> and speaking of that, his face. Oh, God. He had the most horrifying smile I'd ever seen. I think that's just about the trailer. I think this is a, yep. a pre- prescient. Yeah, it predicted yeah. it. <laughs> from, this, from this point on, yeah. And that's saying something, considering I saw that image at the start of the game. His eyes are wide and black, and once again crying blood, which also looked hyper-realistic. And there were two small glowing red dots in those black eyes, staring right at me, as if staring into my mind. His grin was wide and demonic. It literally stretched to the sides of his face, like a Cheshire cat. Except Sonic had fangs, very sharp fangs, much like the werehog's teeth, except more vicious-looking. Somewhat yellowish, from the look of it. He had stains of blood and small bits of flesh on his lips and fangs, as if he ate some animal. I stared at that gruesome image for a good thirty seconds, never taking my eyes off it. I felt as if he was actually looking at me, smiling at me. That face, it took just ten seconds for it to etch itself into my brain for good. Uh, then the screen flickered with red static again three times. <laughs> <laughs> and, on, and on the third time I heard Kefka laugh, except this time it sounded distorted. Demonic, even. It went back to the image again. Except this time there was text, though it was messed up, but it was pretty much one of the most horrifying things I looked at since I had this game. I am God. A diamond in the rough. (laughs) It was when I read that message while looking at Sonic, it hit me. I realized right there and then. This Sonic was a monster. 
a pure evil, sadistic, all-powerful, nightmarish, demented monster. And all of his victims, including Tails, Knuckles, Robotnik, and possibly Kyle, <laughs> are just, <laughs> just, <laughs> just forget these three stick. fictional characters <laughs> and my best friend in the world <laughs> are just his little toys, and the game is the very gateway into his chaotic, nightmarish world and the very hell his victims are trapped in. Suddenly, in an actual split second, I screamed as Sonic lunged at the screen, screeching loudly with his mouth wide, with his mouth wide open to an unnatural length, revealing nothing but a literally spiraling abyss of pure darkness before the red static came again. Sorry, Judd. This time, (laughs) much louder and distorted. So loud that it hurt my ears. I yelled and grabbed my ears as the red static screeched for a good seven seconds. Ah! <laughs> I love his precise timing of like every, everything has. That's time. why. Like, that's one of those things that make me. Seconds. Yeah, it, it, that's one of these things that make me th- that makes me think that it's like a child. Is because yeah. <laughs> I like I always I, I remember do, doing that like maybe when I was young wanting to be like really precise about the times so that I noticed things. He has things, to quantify everything. To stuff. Yeah, uh, it like was, uh, the, it was precisely the, twelve seconds. Right? Yeah, I'm like that's yeah. not or or about twelve seconds. I'm like that's a too precise. You have to round to the fives if, it, if you're doing like oh roughly. If you're saying about ten, yeah. yeah. There's so much detail that doesn't that has no like absolutely no relevance whatsoever. We have an extremely precise amount of time that it takes between curtain whooshings and then like, no, oh yeah that, that, that was, was twelve seconds. We just yeah we just left it. There's also no such thing as an actual split second. That's just a colloquial yeah. of a very short amount of time. So the one time he wants to be precise, he uses a not-real unit of measurement. (laughs) Uh, Then it stopped and showed nothing but black screen. As I sat there, staring at the black screen, one last text came up. Ready for round two, Tom? The Kefka laugh, now sounding more clear as if Sonic was right behind me, played again three times as I looked at that text in shock and confusion. Then, I got booted back to the main menu this time. The third save file... Sorry, then I got booted back to the main menu, and this time, the third save file had a TV image of Robotnik, the same tormented state as Thousand Knuckles. Robotnik's skin turned dull gray, his mustache drooped and had blackened, his glasses broke, and blood is coming from them, and he had a mere dead-like expression on his face. That is a sentence. (laughs) I looked at Tails, Knuckles, and Robotnik, and I cried a bit. I pitied them for the agony they are going through. (laughs) They were forever trapped within the game, forever tormented by that horrid hedgehog, and always will be. You could destroy the disc. Destroy the disc. Or destroy the computer that you installed it onto. But then he would be killing the actual characters, Judd, who are trapped. He would would be be smashing their bits and their digits. Be like in Space Jam when uh, the kids are watching a, a Roadrunner cartoon, and then Roadrunner has to leave to go to the Space Jam. <laughs> it, it, and the cartoon's you, just empty. Phil, would you rather uh, die and uh, end your your suffering, or uh, be forever trapped within the game, forever tormented by that horrid hedgehog, and always will be? <laughs> Sonic is Phil's favorite game, so he would love to be trapped in there. Well. <laughs> 
Jeff, I like playing the new Sonic games, but I do like the classics. Yeah, merely tolerate. And if there was <laughs> one character in all of in all of media that he'll that Phil would want to be uh, tortured by, he would choose Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. So I guess. I mean, who among <laughs> us can say that he would not? Uh, my dream, my, computer... my wildest deviant art dreams come true. <laughs> that's your wildest. De- that's pretty tame. Right? <laughs> as far as de- it is called deviant art, after all. <laughs> Not um, deviant, I guess. Uh, then the computer shut itself off. I couldn't turn it back on, no matter what I did. I sat there for maybe 25 seconds, horrified by what had just happened. <laughs> Sonic is the very embodiment of evil. He tortures people who play his game in more ways than one, and then when he gets bored, he drags you into the game, literally drags you to hell, where he can play with you always as his toy. I can't get the game out of my computer. I think it's stuck in there, but at least I managed to turn it back on now. After I sat there for 25 seconds, I heard a voice right behind me, like a whisper. Try to keep this interesting for me, Tom. I turned around to see where the voice came from, and what I saw made me scream. Sitting on my bed, staring right at me, was a sonic plushie, smiling. Blood stains under its eyes. Boogity boogity, boogity boogity. That's the first scary thing that happens in the whole story. Yeah, it never gets. uh, It never. It never like comes to being real. Yeah, the mystery of what happened. Yeah, what happened to Kyle? Okay, yeah, that's a compelling mystery. We never find out. He never like plays as Kyle in the game. Uh, and then nothing scary happens for the whole story until the very end <laughs> when a Sonic plushie is on his bed. But like, much like the issue with the Chucky movies, just put it in a box. It's a doll. Yeah, yeah. Put it in a put it in a trunk and throw it into the ocean. It's a doll. It's not going to get you. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, at any point in time, he could have uh, destroyed the disc or the computer, and. Uh, but then, but then maybe he wouldn't be able to find Kyle. You know, like, yeah. how do you how do you beat the game to get the Kyle out of the game? Yeah. So this became extremely popular on the Creepypasta Wiki. Then got removed from the Creepypasta Wiki because it sucks and is bad. <laughs> and then the creator wrote a uh, big long uh, rant about how stupid it was uh, that they removed it from the wiki. Uh, and also a an explanation of what this story is, supposedly, which is all just like, yeah, the Sonic lives in another realm, he collects these monsters from this hell dimension through the game, and eh, dumb, don't care. So I'm thinking <laughs> that this person wrote this sincerely, uh, it became popular, then they uh, decided to roll with it. Um... Because it's a Sonic game. Oh, I get it. How, how, yeah, how long? Yeah. <laughs> uh, how long after? When was that? Like, uh, when did they take it off of the wiki? I guess. And when was that uh, second? Like, you know, Silmarillion style lore expander <laughs> uh, uh, written. This okay. So I'm looking at the Daily Dot. I, I read this article about it last night. Um, I do want to see. The Truth About Sonic EXE was posted on Fur Affinity October 21st, 2012. 
So I don't actually know when the original story was posted because oh. the creepypasta.com version is from 2013. Huh. So let me see if Daily Dot tells me. Uh, this story is from 2017, so it has like the complete history. Oh, oh 2011 okay. was when it was posted on the Creepypasta wiki. The explanation uh-huh. was posted uh, maybe a year later. And then when we get to it being removed, January 2014, only a few months after. Uh, okay, so somebody made some ROM hacks. Uh, 2012 is when the popularity of the story spiked because MY5T Crimson did a playable version. Mm. And then uh, PewDiePie played it, um, uh, did a walk, did a walkthrough. There we have it. Yeah. Uh, so after PewDiePie played it, uh, that's when in January of 2014, that's when the creepypasta wiki uh, removed it from the site, saying it was badly written and had too many cliches. So I guess it's just like we're getting way too much traffic to this extremely bad story because PewDiePie played a video game adaptation of it, so we're removing it from the site. I see. Um, and then his rant was just like, as you can see, I am furious with the fact that my masterpiece, which has won the hearts of millions and has made a massive impact on the internet, like, come on, calm down. Oh, those, you're Uh, actually reading it? I thought you were just, like, characterizing. (laughs) Oh, my God. No, that was it. Uh, He calls everyone furry haters. Oh, I see. Uh, I've been, uh, they have been messing with the bull, and now they've called out the horns. Mm -hmm. That's not it. Now that, what did you say? You said uh, now they, they've called they have, out the horns. They have they have been messing with the bull, and now they've called out the horns. <laughs> That's not yeah. No, Phil, it it stays inside until until yeah. they mm-hmm. get like they get real mad, and then it starts to grow out. You know, oh, yeah, 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 you gotta yeah. summon them from the heads. And you where better the make sure it comes from. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, it, it's it's all. On it's all a very stupid, uninteresting history. I read this article <laughs> hoping to find out, like, what did, was this person sincere when they wrote it? But I didn't. It, no, it, it must be like that's totally what it strikes me as. Somebody writing, I, I imagine maybe you know somebody between like maybe like preteen, you know, to maybe young young teenager. I'm from like ten to thirteen or fourteen, somewhere around there. Wrote this and. um and like you were saying, thought that they were like expanding. They probably ended it on something that they thought was really creepy. Um, and I guess this gets into some of the notes that I took a little bit while, while writing this earlier. Um, it's just so, it's, it's interesting to, th- through the story how like we're meant to empathize with this kid who's sitting down just like playing a video game and he's like, oh, <laughs> oh, uh oh. Whoa, like looking at the screen being like, oh no, and like it's just some like pixely guys on the screen playing a video game that's like where bad things are happening to them in the game. Yeah, exactly. It's, <laughs> but it's covered, like a Sega Genesis game. <laughs> like We covered a couple of weeks ago the um the Godzilla NES creepypasta, which is yeah. this but but imagine instead of a half an hour YouTube video listening to it, it was a six hour YouTube video to <laughs> yeah. listen to it. Mm. It's, well, actually, I think it was like two and a half hours, but still. It's like, that's too much. You don't need a description of your playthrough of the game. That's not scary. Yeah. 
unless it's like Sonic whispers your mom's name every time he kills Tails, like then like add something, add some supernatural element during it. He wants they want it both to be scary. It's almost like too many genres are colliding together in like a young person's mind. Like he wants it to be scary. He wants it yeah. to be about the video games that he likes that he played this summer. Um, and he wants, and he wants it to be about a, him sitting down playing a video game. So, he so um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, JC the Hyena's fur affinity page says that, uh, that he's 25. I don't know how, if that's something that automatically updates or. Right. Uh, ooh, a Patreon. Let's see. If he's 25. So then uh-huh. this was written eight years ago. I'm not sure that I buy that. 17? I mean, maybe. Maybe. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but that that seems believable to me. Like, if that's I don't the know. accurate age. Yeah, I could, uh-huh. I, I could maybe see somebody writing this when they're 17. If, like, you know, if they're like me and all they did was stay inside and play video games <laughs> and probably would have written something of this quality at the age of 17. Like I did. JC is definitely extremely online. Um... Because he's been a fur uh, on fur affinity a furry since 2010, so yeah, uh, I could definitely see someone writing a bad creepy pasta based on that. But then you know, quickly being like, oh yeah, that is pretty bad, huh? Well, I'm not I'll so ride sure. The wave. I'm not so sure. Some people dig their heels in, you know. Um, maybe and, I, and, and, the- and maybe especially if you're I don't know, like if you're if you're like me. Like, like I've been in my life where you want the thing that you did to have been perfect, regardless of whether or not it is. And so, like, if, you know, you're, you're, you're always just going to be like, oh, you know, this, it, it, it was great. You're going to, like, defend against anybody saying any kind of criticism. Or, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. The full response made me think that uh, that part was like, okay, that response is not genuine. It feels very smirky and like mm. semi-ironic. Um, it, it's 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 a hard nut to crack, I think, because like there's also two moments in the story where I I mentioned before where I'm like that seems that's too on the nose, the I am God and the hyper realistic blood, but also. Uh. Yeah. This being posted in 2011 makes me think, like, yeah, that was kind of how people wrote these stories back then. Mm-hmm. So it's impossible to it's impossible to tell. I'm willing to bet, written sincerely, probably recognized that people enjoyed it ironically. I'm not so uh, sure. I don't think I'd be willing to put money down on that one. I think. <laughs> I mean, m- maybe now at this point, you don't know about that one, Chief. Yeah, <laughs> I don't yeah. think so, Tim. Um... I think maybe, like, maybe now, I'll stop talking about it, uh, but, like, maybe now he thinks it's, maybe now he realizes if he's learned to write any better, or, or you mm-hmm. know, if he's gotten better, but, um, but I don't know, I, I think if someone is trying to write something like this and wants it to be as successful as he clearly wants it to be, I, I, I think maybe there's some, like, you know, convincing yourself that it's, that it's good, you know, that you did a good job and, and that right. you don't need to practice because you did the good job. Um, I don't John, know. where did you land on that? It, so when was the uh, apology written? It was it was not an apology so much. Or, as no, sorry, rhetoric. the explanation. The, uh, the explanation. The apology. Sorry, that's a little wishful I think, thinking. I think the, the explanation was posted shortly uh, after 
PewDiePie played the video game version of it, but it was posted before it was pulled from PewDiePie Wiki. So, like, relatively recently, I guess? Uh, oh, or... actually, I guess it's it's hard to tell. Uh, so, God, I have to go back into the Daily Dot article. So, it was posted October 2012. The, um... Oh, so, like, after... The PewDiePie walkthrough after. was uh, in 2013, so it was before PewDiePie played it. Okay. Yeah, I think it... Mm, it 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 really smacks of like uh authenticity. It smacks of like uh like this kid just really wants to uh show off his Sonic knowledge and all the games he played and how much he notices the minute passing of time in minutes. Right. Exactly. I, think <laughs> I notice it. Just learned how to tell time on a on a clock and not like a like a digital clock or something, so... Roughly every 12.3 seconds, the pixels from the curtain moved three pixels to the left each. (laughs) Maybe maybe he likes the newer games more, so he's trying to make people not want to play the classics, so he made a creepy story. Ooh, it's like a psyop. Classic, yeah. Based on the classic games. Now, no one's going to want to play your classic Sonic game because they're all too scared of uh, seeing Sonic.exe. Yeah, when you die in Sonic EXE, you die in real life is the main thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, do we have anything else to say about this story? I'm not going to make us do a spookiest part. <laughs> well, I mean, the, sp- the spookiest part is when the, there's a, a, a real, I guess, a real life. I think that is the h- highest spookiest peak, like you said, that there's the a real only life. spooky part. Yeah, the only real life change. <laughs> Other than just someone sitting in front of a screen playing a video game going like, whoa, those are the real guys in there, oh no. Um, what else? I, I, I wrote like that, um, like whenever, like I hope this person practiced writing and got better at it because that would be the like, <laughs> there, there are points where like he wants you to feel a way about what's going on and it's clear because when he wants you to feel something, like, and he really wants to like pinpoint how you should feel. It's always like a reference from another video game or from a different Sonic yeah. game or something like that. Like everything's nice. Yeah. Everything's nice. So he's playing Sonic Unleashed, which he likes. Uh, something's starting to get wrong and it's because the title screen is different and there's elements from different games in, in Sonic 1. Oh, it's and then that like, nice, it's that nice Earthdawn music, but, but it's, it's backward. Yeah, exactly. Like, okay, dude, I don't know that Earthdawn song, but go off, I guess. And he says, uh, how can you play as robotic in a classic Sonic game for crying out loud? Like there's unforgivable like, <laughs> crime. That, that one sentence I think is like indicative of so much of what this person is like trying to do as he's writing this story. Like, yeah. You get to play as Rob. Like he knows of that Robotnik's in the new games and not the old ones. And like, yeah, holy, like what? That's crazy. And then it's like, and then we moved on <laughs> to get yeah. to the next part mm-hmm. of the story. Because then he's also, like, no, oh, it's no just swears in this one. Yeah, yeah, oh, no yeah. swears. Mm, that definitely also smacks of like this is a, a kid doing it yeah. sincerely. Um, um, I would say. Uh, if I had to wrap it up, I would say, if you're, listen, JC the Hyena, if you're, if you're here, if you're listening, uh, 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 
like Phil said, I hope you're, you have continued to write and I hope that it's gotten better. Uh, things that I found really took me out of this story that, that made it absolutely not creepy in any way. Uh, the various references to other video games, the switching between the, like the third person description of what's happening back to like, oh, oh, like I'm so terrified. A WTF? What's this doing in my Sonic game? Blah, blah, blah. You know, just like switching back and forth. And then there's just all the unnecessary text as uh, evidenced by the how many times I had to say, uh, then the red static. Anyway, the red static appeared then. I had to. There's just a lot of fluff in there. You know, like I feel like some of the best, uh, creepypastas are the ones that can, can do it in, in just so many words. You know, that there's a lot of telling here, not a lot of showing. Yeah. Um, and like some consistency in like the care, like, uh, it's clear that, um, you know, he's got these set up little vignettes where he just wants each one of them to make the reader scareder and scareder. So like, <laughs> you know, uh, there's like, you know, just after Tails sees all like the, he's like running through the thing and he sees all the dismembered animals and that's like scary. And then he gets to Sonic and he's happy to see Sonic. He should be like, upset because he just saw a bunch of like animals murdered mm. <laughs> but he's happy nope. to see sonic but becomes scared again when sonic doesn't listen to him and what yeah, the I black think, eyes i sonic think maybe black you're right red pupils you're right it's just the vignettes and then in between all you have to do is put uh and then the red static showed up and then it that's your that's your segue into your <laughs> next vignette you just uh, say something about that, or you say that you heard Kef- Kefka laugh like three times. And then, uh, <laughs> Kefka laugh happened, so I knew Sonic was there. And then transition okay. to your next scene. I, I do have a couple of more things that I do want to point out. Uh, firstly being the phrase, my dear friend Kyle. Yeah. Um, my dear my dear friend Kyle. <laughs> we, we vacation in the Hamptons often together. <laughs> His family is friends with my family. We have Jim at the same period, at the same time. Yeah, that's exactly. He's he's in a different class, but our classes have Jim together. Um, it's so. And then there's then there's the point where he like turns it off, where he's just like, I got really scared, and so I turned it off. You could have done that it's at like, any yeah, time. Yeah, you could have done that. Or, or like the pizza rolls might have been finished in the microwave, and his mom <laughs> called him to have pizza rolls and, you know, purple barrel juice. And the game is just like they're playing, and I guess Tails is just like tapping on the glass. Holy shit! So where did you go? Yeah, that's what Tails sounds like. Uh, so, <laughs> the, we're done talking about Sonic EXE. I think we've cracked the mystery of creepypasta. I do, wait, but I, I have, I have one more question. And yes, this please. is just maybe, um, like, I, I can't escape the thought of, of suppose, of that, what makes it so funny for me, I guess, which is maybe this episode's spookiest part, is that, um, I'm meant to empathize with a child who's just sitting down playing a video game and is like, it is like some of the pixels are scary. It's an old video game. Are there any old video games like Genesis era, 16-bit era, I guess, or earlier that are actually scary? Like, because mm-hmm. I'm, you know, you think of games with like horror tropes in them, like, you know, <laughs> Ghosts and Goblins or something. Those are arcade games. 
I, I played one for, uh, that was a recent game for the Genesis that was pretty scary because of how it was pixelated, but it wasn't like a classic game. So no, it was a, it was a game made recently, right? I'm, I'm thinking yeah. of like when people were in that, because you can go back and re-engineer and find ways that other people never thought of at the time. I'm thinking of back then, were there any games that were made that were like legitimately scary or did that not ever become like an actual thing until games were in 3D? Splatterhouse is, is scary, but it is also an uh, arcade action game. Yeah. Uh, it, just, it has, like, a lot of creepy imagery in it. Um, Castlevania has one entry on the, um, on, on the Genesis, but Castlevania is, like, never it's, that bad. It's not really scary. I mean, I, I guess if you're scared, if, I, if you're like me when I was young and scared of King Dodongo in Dodongo's <laughs> Cavern, which, so you never yeah. played that game until you were 20... Um, then maybe I guess some of like the monsters in like Metroid or or Castlevania like might Haunting be scary. Haunting starring Polter Guy. Hmm. What? I don't. I've never played Haunting starring Polter Guy, but uh, I googled scary Genesis games, and this is one of the results. <laughs> uh, it looks like it has at least spooky imagery, but it's also meant to be comedic. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah. Zombies ate my neighbors. That's not scary. Top six creepiest Super Nintendo. I guess it's game. just going to be sa- Sacred Line Genesis, which is uh, recent, but you know, like pretty thought, scary. Is I've never played like Night Trap or any of those like FMV Sega, Sega CD games. Do those games yeah. count? <laughs> yeah, I would count Night Trap. It was scary enough that everyone flipped out about it. it like turned into a minor moral outrage. Yeah. Hmm. Clock Tower was that for the Genesis? No, uh, yes. Super Nintendo, that's PlayStation, I think, right? That was a no, Super was a, Nintendo game. Yeah, that was a Super sh- Nintendo no. version of it. Huh? It was a Super Famicom. What? Um, oh, wow. I thought Clock Tower was PlayStation. I, I never really yeah. looked at, played it that much when I was young. I only heard about uh, it. Yeah, that was an updated version. It's of, that uh, ported old? to the PlayStation. Oh, I see. I can't believe it's that old. Wow, um, I'd be, I'd be interested in playing that. Yeah, so Clock Tower is for sure the um, an early like sixteen bit era era horror game. Um, I don't know if there was really anything else like that. Ooh, I'm looking at clips of it. It's kind of it's kind of creepy. Yeah, I spooky. I think we have the premise for the next podcast. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking at it. It's actually uh, there's some screen shaky effects, and then there's a little um, below the action. There's like a little. You know, like the her face in like a portrait, kind of like you know in your Final Fantasy menu screens. Yeah. Except when stuff happens, she's like, "Oh, oh no!" What about Friday the Thirteenth for the NES? Uh, that's not a very scary game. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, it does have that like you know faux three D. Yeah, you have to go through like a three D maze, running away from. Yeah, I guess Jason that part Morgan's. is a little unnerving because it's really freaking difficult to like keep your bearings straight because of the way it looks. Uh, Doom? Uh, is it, oh, I counting? Guess, I is guess Doom? Doom is, yeah, 92, but that's like PC, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking... Yeah, you um, want a console game? I, I, I guess I'm thinking more console, and, you know, pre-3D, Doom is, I feel like Doom crosses the line to where you can, something can be hiding around a corner, right. and you can get scared by it, you know what I mean? That's a fair criticism. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I guess there's just not much, huh? Hmm, interesting. I just thought it was interesting to think about 
like, maybe that's part that, of that the story is trying to sell like a Genesis looking, like a Sonic looking game, regardless of if everything's mm-hmm. on fire or whatever, to be like scary. <laughs> I think that's part of why people write these stories is it's like. Oh yeah, hey, remember how there was nothing ever really scary on the <laughs> Super Nintendo or the NES or whatever? Well, what now if there is? Yeah, yeah what yeah. if there was? What if it hmm. started going wrong? Wouldn't that be scary? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. What if you booted up your old childhood game to get your nostalgia kicks, and then suddenly uh, all these uh, yeah, you know Sonic was pissing you out or whatever? <laughs> yeah, oh that one. No, that just sounds like a medical condition. <laughs> yeah, he, the scary <laughs> thing is Sonic has kidney stones and they're undiagnosed. Yeah, that's oof, there's no no rings are going to save you from that one. I think. Shadow Gate looks like another old horror game. Don't know if it was actually scary. Hmm. I'll have to check some of these out. That's that's what I was interested most by while reading this. Thinking yeah. about whether or not you could make something terribly scary with this Me- kind of Metroid. Like, Metroid was pretty scary. Yeah, I guess. You're we you have to readjust your idea of what's scary to go back and think oh, any man. of those are scary. Yeah. None of them are gonna be scary by today's standards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, I think that one of the things that makes a game scary in general is the mood that it sets. Like, it's it's a visual medium, so thinking about a video game that you like is... I I, I get what he was trying to do with all the music, because he was like... He could just be like, ooh, this creepy music started playing, and you'd be like, I don't know what the song he's talking about is, so it's not scaring me, but if he's like, okay, think of the the Gigas theme from Earthbound, but now it's... uh, backwards at half speed and you're like oh okay i, I think i remember what that one's like. Like, kind of <laughs> yeah. like imagine it a right. little bit because uh, I, I, like just try playing any horror game like play the pt demo play resident evil 7 play anything with the sound off instantly not scary play it with your dolby 7.1 uh tm home, home theater system pt would still be scary without the sound suddenly it's it's the worst thing in the whole world just the ambient noise the creepy you know violins when they kick in and all that stuff yeah it's really yeah. what makes it really adds that layer to the fear so without it so. and that that i think ties into the issue with creepypastas overall is and i touched on this a little bit in recent episodes but uh it's people who grew up with visual media trying to go write prose using the storytelling language of visual visual, media (laughs) it's like it's not scary to describe things happening like if if you watched this as an episode of are you afraid of the dark that would be kind of scary i guess uh if you read a just like grueling description of what happens in this haunted sonic game it's not scary yeah People are really, you can, yeah, you get the sense that people are absolutely thinking visually when they're writing this stuff because of that. Yeah. The, yeah. It, it, it ties into me needing to empathize with s- someone in a story sitting down looking at a video game on a TV screen. <laughs> uh huh. It's, it's just like, there's a kernel there, and I know this person did a, a rewrite of the story, but I'm, not interested in reading that. It's just it's, it's not funny. It's an even worse version of watching someone play a video game. <laughs> yep, which mm. I already don't like to do. <laughs> yeah, 
so that's all we have to say about Sonic.exe, and also about Creepypastas overall. So, I guess, uh, for the final time, Judd, tell the people where they can find you. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, uh, at Stick the Echidna. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Cephalicstatic. And, and Phil. Uh, and uh, you can, oh boy, you can find me on uh, Twitter also at Kid Corso. K I D, Kid Corso. And uh, if you like my voice, <laughs> give me a call. <laughs> and this is the part where Phil puts his uh, DMs are open. Right out there. DMs are open. Yep. Sli- slide right in there, folks. Slide right in there. Venmo him $5. Uh, you can follow me on Mastodon, mastodon.cloud slash at JK. You can go to weaponizedlanguage.com, download every other episode of this show, and every episode of my other show, Hack the Net, which will persist. Keep this podcast in, in your feed. No, keep this feed in your podcatcher. I guess that's the way to put it. Because I'm gonna start, I'm gonna drop some of the Patreon stuff in here. Uh, I'll drop in uh, maybe every once in a while readings of stories. I already have some stuff planned for the traditional uh, spooky holidays of Friday the Thirteenth and uh, Halloween. So I, I'll drop treats in here for you every once in a while. And, and you can go on Snapchat or Instagram, follow me, Jeff JK. DM me somewhere, and I will give you a link to the Discord, which will also stay open. Uh, I believe that by the time this episode comes out, we're, well, at the time of recording, we're just at the premiere date for Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Uh, and by the time this episode comes out, it may already be on home video. Because uh, I believe this one is scheduled for... Oh no, September 12th, so it'll be just leaving theaters, probably, because horror movies don't usually last more than a month, uh, or a month and a half. So go see Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, I don't know if it's good, but I will know by the time that this episode comes out. I'm pretty sure it will be good, because Andre Overdahl is directing it, and he made, uh, the, what's it called, the... Uh, Autopsy of Jane Doe, which is an excellent and very scary movie, unlike this Sonic story, which is bad and not scary. Um, I want to find a couple uh, lines to close on. We've got, I am a god. <laughs> We've got hyper-realistic blood. But really, you just have to remember, uh, anytime that you're doubting yourself and you need to figure out how to move forward. Just think, you have to go inside. (laughs) 